You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. This is Dwayne from It's a Music Thing. You are listening to Witch Police Radio. Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and uh, today we're not talking to a band, but we are talking about uh, something related to the local music scene. Um, we're here to talk about the um, it's a music thing. Uh, it's it's a blog. Yep. Yeah. It's it a music blog, photo blog, event posting kind okay. of thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, the reason I, I I wanted to talk to you about this is I, I've kind of seen it pop up a lot mm-hmm. on social media things like that. I mean, as part of doing this show. I try to follow as many local bands as humanly possible. Yeah. Even ones I've never heard before. It's like, <laughs> you might be doing something interesting one day. Which, so gonna... which is pretty pretty easy to do in Winnipeg because they yeah. seem to pop out out of nowhere and then go away just as fast. Yeah, totally. So, uh, and I, I, I keep seeing photos with the watermark. Yeah. It's a music thing. So I decided to look into it and then I realized, hey, wait, there's more than just, you know, a few local band photos. There's quite a bit of content on there. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe the best way to just kind of get into <clears> this is if you want to just explain maybe a bit of background about the blog and, okay. and what actually is on there. Okay. Um, well, I, I went to school here in Winnipeg for photography at the, the Prairie View School. Okay. And I've always shot bands, uh, even before I moved to Winnipeg from Saskatchewan. Yes, I'm from Saskatchewan. <laughs> Going to have to deal with it. Um, I, I started shooting on like uh, the little uh, 35mm disposable oh, yeah, yeah. cameras. I think everyone used to do that. Yeah, and it was like I just go to shows and take like I went to a few snow jams, got some pictures of Gov, Reset. Oh, yeah. Like, and they were shitty, but, and then I'm like, hey, I should do this. Then I got a real camera, and then I decided to actually take pictures for money. So then I moved here, went to school, and out out of school, I was like, I really wanted to get, I wanted to, like, I've worked for uh, punknews.org. Okay. I've, I've had stuff published in um, what was Hales and Horns uh, Amp Magazine. Okay. Um, but I really wanted something that I could just submit on my own to get into shows to shoot them and that's kind of how it's a music thing kind of popped up because i wanted i wanted my own publication right and and you wanted access to shows and everything to be there right yeah and the only way to get into shows to shoot them is either for the venue yeah uh for the publication for a publication or the bands hire you yeah so if you don't shoot for the venue you try to find a publication, which those other ones I've shot for and yeah. were great. And I've had a few bands hire me to come out, excuse me, and do some band photos okay. and stuff. And I guess the other way is to do what you were doing before with a disposable camera and sit in the crowd. And yeah, exactly. Kind of which, I mean, DIY. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good if you can... I mean, a lot of our venues here are pretty good because they will... Like the Pyramid, the Park, uh, not so much the Garrick because they get a little bit bigger bands. Um... Um, drawing a blank. Oh, like the Windsor. Okay. They'll all let you just bring a camera in. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. But places like the MTS Center, like I said, the Garrick is a little tougher because they do have some stipulations on there because of the promotions that come through. So, well, the yeah. MTS Center, they have, they have signs everywhere saying no. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, MTS, yeah. If, if basically their rule is if the, uh, 
the lens detaches, it's right. not allowed in. Okay, so cell phones and stuff are cool, but not... Yeah, 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 for most shows. I've only seen one show where they said no cell phones, and that was for Tool. I was at that show. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, someone got kicked out that was sitting really close to us, and he got kicked out, which for, yeah. was ridiculous, because he's way up in the boonies, yeah, and yeah. what... And for sure, that's so visual, too. You think they'd want to get it out there like, for yeah. the next city. You think? Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird thing. So, okay, so you the blog is kind of just, I guess it's just kind of like a record of where you've been and what shows you've taken in. Yeah, and, and it's, it's I, keep, I try to keep it as Winnipeg-centric as possible. Yeah. Um, there are interviews on it. Uh, yeah, I'm, not the, those, I'm yeah. not the greatest writer in the world, so I don't love doing the interviews. I don't hate them either, but yeah. sometimes it's it's the only way to get access, which is great. Um uh, I want to get more like I'm looking. I'm looking for contributors to do writing, and like even live show. Okay. Kind of like reviews and things. Reviews, like, yeah. yeah. Um, again, I'm not great at it, and so I've done it a few times, yeah. and I've been told when I do it that I have to be nice. Right. And which I, isn't really a fair way to do a review, right? It's not going to be. It's true, but I mean, like in all fairness, the stuff I was doing, he kind of asked me to do it, and I was like, okay. Forewarning, I'm not a big fan of the bands. Right. So he's like, you know, just be nice because we would like to get asked back and whatever. Right, so right. I get it, but yeah. No, it's, it's, I think it's interesting that, um, I mean, I, obviously it's photo heavy because mm-hmm. that's what you're doing, but I feel like uh, what kind of interested me in it is like, I mean, Witch Police, you know, it's a podcast, obviously. Yeah. But it started off as a, uh, a way to kind of just archive local music. Like, you know, my bands I was in, we would digitize tapes, throw it on the website, and then our friends would be like, hey, can you do my tapes? And it sort of became this thing. Yeah. And I used to do a lot of music writing as well, and it would be kind of a place to throw some of that stuff. So it's kind mm-hmm. of a similar sort of background. Yeah. And uh, I think it's cool that there's so much happening now where people are documenting the local scene. Because everyone, I mean, I remember taking disposable cameras to shows in the 90s, and I'm sure I yeah. still have some of those photos. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure they're all terrible. But, um, like, it, yeah, it's, it's just cool that something like this exists and something like what you're doing. And yeah. I feel like it's not, uh, people in Winnipeg are doing what they always would have done at shows, and everywhere, I guess. Yeah. But it's just now it, there's a place to put it because everyone can just easily make a website, and yeah. I guess that's kind of what you're doing. Yeah, and I mean, I've been really lucky. I've got uh, a great, I don't want to say stable, because they don't work for me. I don't pay them. I can't pay them yeah, yeah. because I don't get paid. But I've got a bunch of good friends that help me out with shows, um, uh, like Joey Senf. If yeah. you don't know who Joey know is, that. you haven't been to a show because she's always shooting she used to take pictures of my old band in the 90s and she's like, she's crazy always every show oh, I've been to every show sure. people yeah. get surprised when they see me without a camera i'm like no i like leaving my camera at home yeah and just going to enjoy a show shooting a show is a different way to enjoy a show Definitely. it's just a little more stressful because yeah. you got thousands of dollars worth of gear yeah, yeah. and then uh like matt duboff jen koteski uh greg gallinger okay um excuse me uh travis ross they've all shot for the website um and the way i do that is same watermark just their name on it okay they send me everything i just delete it right after because i don't keep it anyone wants and we also don't sell a lot of the photos on the website um just because i don't want to piss anybody off (laughs) um and the bands i mean a lot of the big stuff that i saw at the mts center i just can't sell because i got it I'm contractually obligated not to sell it, um, and I just I just wouldn't feel right about it unless the band was cool with right. it, and then they'd get a cut and whatever. So right, so yeah, those bands are too big, I guess, to approach and say, "Hey, this photo." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I don't keep any of their photos; they get deleted. Anybody wants to buy them, I just ship them their way, and whatever. Deal with it, yeah. I'm totally out of it. Well, that's cool. So how long has the blog been in existence at this point? 
Oh God, uh, I had a feeling you were going to ask this, and I should have <laughs> known. Uh, was it 2016? I think I started in 2014. Okay, just a couple years in. Yeah, yeah. And is it? grown significantly since then like i mean is it uh... yeah the, the 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 hits and everything have kept suddenly going up the yeah. likes all that kind of stuff more people are paying attention which is great cool. um i've been adding a little bit more of a video element lately yeah, i saw a few of those which there, yeah. i'm i'm more concerned with it sounding good because right now it's just like on on board microphone on the camera which is not always good which either. isn't the greatest yeah. it's not the worst but it's not spectacular um i've got a few ideas that i've been uh thrown around with uh, Eric from Park Theater okay. because he's I'm the house photographer there okay so I he's been on our show actually he's what's been, that? he's been a guest on the oh, show oh nice nice um, so I can do I don't want to say whatever I want yep. but I know he's he's up to listening to whatever crazy cool. ideas I can throw his cool, way cool. that's awesome okay well I do have more questions about this and uh, just about you know uh, to talk about the local scene in general but if people haven't heard this show before the way it works is I press a button on the computer choose a word out of us and that word is kind of used to select songs and I used to describe it as the word kind of you know d- dictates the direction of the conversation but that almost never <laughs> happens anymore <Yeah. laughs> sometimes the song gets played and then we just go into something else but yeah. um, the song the, the word this week is, is hill or hills and uh, so the idea is that we will both select songs that we can relate to the theme there's no wrong answers um, any way we can connect that word to a song is great so mm-hmm. do you want to start something off with a sure song? um before before we uh, press record on this, I yeah, was telling yeah. you that I, I I didn't totally forget. I didn't forget about the interview. I forgot about picking the songs with, right. with the word. Right. And so this one popped into my head right away because it's got it's it's very literal as to why I picked it. It's uh, Iron Maiden, uh, Run to the Hills.
Are you back? That was Run to the Hills, and yeah, that's like probably the, the, the number one most obvious song. Yeah, to yeah, you can't you can't get much more obvious than that. Hard to go wrong with it though, too. It's a pretty, pretty it's solid yeah, album. it's it's a decent. It it still sounds just as good. I saw them two years ago oh, yeah? when they were through, and it sounds just as good as it did. I'm sure in the eighties. Like you can still hit the notes and stuff. He has not lost a step at that's all. That's cool. Because usually, I I feel like a lot of guys who sing very high, like they they had kind of dropped down a few octaves when they yeah. get older, but yeah. No, he's still great. Um, I just shot Priest last time they were through. Oh, yeah. Halford can still he can still rip it cool, really cool. well. And those guys are what in their fifties now at least, like they must not sixties. Yeah, yeah. Like they got a their mid sixties even cool. at that. The only one I saw that was really disappointing was David Lee Roth with Van Oh yeah, Halen. I can see that being that, bad. That yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Do you so when you when you when you're doing these you know the shows you're, you're photographing? Do you um. Is it kind of just well? Here's a job. I'm going to do it. Or do you do you try to get the ones that you actually want to see? Um, I mean, I, I like any kind of music. The only kind of music I don't like is electronic. Okay, I hate it. Um, that being said, I've seen really awesome photos of like EDM music. Yeah, well, I imagine stuff. the crowds and stuff would be. Yeah, the but the music bores me. Yeah, um, I prefer to shoot stuff I like. I've definitely shot stuff I don't like. Um, but I'm there to do a job. I'm there to document it. I'm there to get photos. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might, stuff I really like, my camera's staying at home. Yeah. 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 Usually like. Cause you want to get in there, right? And yeah. And I want to have fun. Like the, the last three prop shows. Yeah. I shot one. Sorry. Last four prop shows. I shot one and just went to the other three. I haven't, I haven't seen them since 97. I, every time it sells out, I want to go every time. I yeah. love them. They're like one of my favorite bands of yeah. all time. I'm like, oh great, they're coming, and then it's like I'm oh, gone, sold out. Yeah, the the Park it's Theater ridiculous. one was great. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Um, I don't remember too much of it. <laughs> I had a I had an open tab that night at the bar, oh, yeah. and yeah, I paid for that. I sh- I shot it that night. Yeah, and I knocked it out of the park. It was great, <laughs> but it yeah, it hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but is that something you? That's something you're going to go for if you're there. If they're playing a show here, you're going to want to try and do whatever you kind of get into that. Um, or, or is it kind of like well, with, with them, it's I just want to go and enjoy myself. Yeah, right, because right. I mean, it's not like they're. Well, Todd is all over the place, so he's always interesting and really hard to shoot because he's moving. Because so he's moving so much. Um, but I mean, they're not one of those over the top bands that have super huge production and right. like. All that kind of stuff, but I, I just like to go and just have more than a few drinks yeah. and just just enjoy myself and pump my fist. And I'm 36 at this point. Yeah, it's one of the few times I get in the pit for the whole show and just pay for it the next yeah, day. Yeah, I'm around. I'm similar age range. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it for sure. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. So, is there a, like I mean, what is the I guess eventual goal of the blog? I assume you're going to want to keep it going for for a while still. And <laughs> yeah. Is I it mean, just to have a document out there, or pretty much. I mean, I would never. <laughs> this is going to sound selfish, but the ultimate goal, like what would be amazing, is to make money off of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, like get advertising, all that other kind of stuff. What is beyond amazing would be if somebody bought it, right? And like paid millions of dollars for it, which they won't. But yeah. that would be incredible. Um, but. It's just to, yeah, just to document it, just to have fun, see new music. Like, um, I shot Festival this year for the second year in a row, and I had Matt and Jen both shooting for me because it's such a huge... Well, there's so many shows happening, right? There's so many shows at one time, and it's just such a huge undertaking that I just needed other people on board with me. And I I always discover bands I love 
Yeah. That I've never heard of. Like this year was a band called Sweet Crud. Crude. Sweet Crude. Crud would be a good name. C R C R U D E. Yeah, that'd be crude. So yeah. I'm thinking it's crude. Yeah, it's crude. Yeah. Um, but they were great. They're from uh, New Orleans, okay. and they're obviously French. Well, it's a festival, right? Yeah. yeah, and it was they were awesome. Like it was a lot of fun. So cool. yeah, that's that's the eventual. Like I just want to just keep it going as long as I can, as long as I have the energy to to make it right. happen. Cool. Okay. And is it so? Is it? I mean, is it what? How do I word this? Is it more important to you to have have it? like a permanent record of, of all of these things or is it more just kind of to continually be adding to it? Like what's, I mean, I think I would say just to continually be adding to it. And I mean, on the site, you can look back to the very first one I posted, right. which I don't know what it is, but you can look at it and it's just kind of, you know, you can see the really huge shows at the MTS center. And then you can see like the smaller, more intimate stuff yeah, yeah. at like, um, the Windsor or I've shot some, uh, I shot Big Fun Festival this year too, okay. and so I shot uh, like Nick Dyson at Tom Bargain. Okay, so, so it's really small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Do you have? Uh, I mean, when you first started getting into this, I know you said you used to go to the shows with the disposable yeah. cameras and all that, and you got into it. But did you have any kind of um, any photographers that you kind of recognized the style of when you were? Uh, and the reason I'm asking is because I'm not. You know, I enjoy looking at show photography a lot. Yeah. Um, and I feel there's some guys who I kind of recognize, oh, this is a photo, or this is probably a photo by so-and-so. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I guess going back to the early 90s, was like Charles Peterson doing all the grunge stuff, right? I mean, mm -hmm. All those little sub-pop records, they all had the same look, and it was kind of like, you can tell it's the same guy doing the photos. Yeah, Was yeah. there anyone like that who kind of um, maybe um, influenced you or, or made you, maybe records you'd, you'd seen when you were younger that made you want to kind of get into that? Or I mean, just seeing stuff on an inside, um, like, CD jackets. Yeah. That, that... There wasn't any, because I didn't really know that many show photographers. Like, I knew my one, my one friend from uh, um, <clears throat> Regina that does it, did it. Okay. Um, took really great photos, really great, like, band promo photos. Um, a guy around, was from around here. He was originally from Dauphin, moved to Toronto, Jesse Baumung. Okay. He's... He's amazing. He is incredible. He doesn't do live stuff so much anymore. It's more uh, studio promo work. Okay. I mean, he just shot uh, uh, Classified's album cover. Oh, yeah. Um, That's fairly high profile. Too, yeah, and yeah. he's he shot Drake in studio. Oh, well. So, like, yeah, he's he's amazing. He's an incredible, incredible photographer. Um, there's this new guy. <laughs> I'm going to say young guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel old saying that. But uh, uh, Adam... Can't say his last name. Macias. Okay. And he tours with like uh, All Time Low, um, uh, all those kind of bands like All Time Low, Day to Remember. Okay. So I mean, he does super huge shows that look incredible with the pyro and all that stuff. Right, so right, right. I I really like his work. It's 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 interesting to see kind of that side of it, and he gets like backstage and gets to hang out with. Whatever, whoever's on the tour. Yeah, whoever's yeah. on the tour, yeah. Cool, okay. Have you done a lot of, uh, like, promo stuff, too? Or is it mostly uh, live? I've done, yeah, I've done, I've done uh, a little bit here and there. Uh, it's it's starting to pick up, which is awesome. I did uh, some stuff in Winnipeg for uh, Bleed American oh, when yeah? they were around. Okay. Uh, Didn't they just, just break up recently or something? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh, I think, um, yeah. Yeah, they disbanded. I missed the last show, which kind of was shitty, but... Um, just did a Mobina Galores. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, new stuff. Um, I've got a few other ones coming up, but yeah, they. I mean, the hard part is, 
And I've got special rates for bands because I realize, especially indie bands that don't have a lot of money. They can't really afford it yet. I mean, my rates are affordable enough that four guys can get 50 bucks each. Yeah, and get professional and, and photos. Get, and get great photos. And they get high res. They can do pretty much short of sell it. Whatever they want. Whatever they want cool, with it. Cool, cool. So. And I guess that's a bit different. I mean, that's a very different scenario you're in, too, when it's posing people versus mm-hmm. capturing. Because one of them is very journalistic, and one of them yeah. is very kind of, well, it's like staged. I mean, Yeah, live, live I always tell them, I'm like, you'll get what you get. Yeah. And, I mean, depending on the show, if it's a high production show, then great. It'll be easy. I can bring, fl- I do, I have brought, like, flashes in and stuff yeah. to make it look a little more interesting. Um, but, I mean, that is a fairly low rate, and it's like... It is what it is. Yeah, for sure. And again, it's, it's the same kind of rules apply. You can use it for promo, stuff like that. You're not selling it on t-shirts. That being said, I've totally given stuff away. And I'm like, just give me a t-shirt. Give me yeah, it's, just, well, it's cool just, to have your Just give me yeah, something. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all I ask. Cool. Okay, well, I'm going to pick a song to go with the Hills theme. Okay. And I'm just going to go with the first thing I thought of because that's, you know, I think that's what you did. Probably yeah, yeah. So, um, the first thing I thought of was a song called Hills and Valleys. Uh, by Buju Benton. Are you familiar with Buju Benton at all? Nope. It's a, it's a dancehall reggae artist. Uh, when I was a teenager... I, well, first of all, for people who haven't heard the show before or very frequently, I kind of obsessively listen to reggae. Like, very obsessively, and yeah. I have done for about 20 years now. All right. And so whenever I can shoehorn reggae into the show, it happens, you know, usually more than <laughs> once. So that, when I'm thinking of the word every week, that naturally is the first thing, okay, what, you know, because it's just yeah. such a heavy part of what I listen yeah. to. And so this is an album that came out, from an album that came out in 97 called Inner Heights. And uh, when I was in high school around then that I was listening to this all the time and I don't think many of my friends understood what, what I was doing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like why I, are you listening to this yeah. but uh, yeah it's a song called Hills and Valleys it's the first real song on the album there's a little intro track and then there's this and it's very the whole album is very socially conscious there's a song with single parents on there like I mean everything is very very positive pro-social stuff so this is just a, a typical kind of uh, roots reggae song with a, a dancehall vibe to it You 
just behaving like they want you to, yeah. I say, arrogance is much different from ignorance, and I know you feel the same way too. Many live this life without having a clue. No reason why they are so sad and blue. Places to go, so much things to do. Not a moment to reflect on the cycle of life, yeah. Let them fool you Don't believe for a minute That they are with you To free the people Over hills and valleys too Don't let them fool you Don't believe one minute They don't like you It's hard, it's hard, it's hard Communication within, we keep on coming together. And I love to see brothers and sisters looking out for one another. That is the way it should be, not contrary. Stop tearing down each other. Look around who free the people over hills and valleys too. Don't let them fool you. Alright, that was Buju Benton, Hills and Valleys, and yeah, like I said, that was the first thing that came up, Hills, you know, right in mm-hmm. the title. And that was a record I used to listen to a lot as a teenager, and I still kind of listen to, uh, you know, fairly regularly. I mean, not, maybe, maybe not that old, but the one before it a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, no one cares about me talking about Buju, so <laughs> I'm sure I've done it before. Well, everybody else can just fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you like it, you exactly. like it. Yeah, yeah, I do. So, um, But you know, heard, people who listen to, like, you know, this is episode 170-something at this point. People yeah. who have heard enough shows, they know I just don't <laughs> shut up about reggae, so. And uh, maybe I'll play more, you never know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Buju, Hills, and Valley. So, um, but in addition to the photo blog, uh, you also have a radio show. Yep. So what can you tell us about that? Um, it's, how old is it now? About six months? So it's not that old. Uh, it's on UMFM 101.5. It's called Grand Larceny. Cool. Play on my last name. Um, and it's, when I was pitching it to the guys at UMFM, I said, I basically want it to be like Howard Stern, just less talented. Right. Because I am. I'm totally at Like, it's, it's really, I don't know if you've done one of these by yourself, but it, it's really hard to talk to yourself. It is. It it's because that's I, why I interview people. It's yeah, I, I need yeah. someone to play off of, or at least someone to phone in and just yeah. whatever. So I mean, I did. I did the first. I think 
four or five on my own, and I do pre-records and just send them in if I yeah. can't make it. Uh, being live in the studio is a lot more stressful because totally is. I'll, I'll do the pre-record, and I've just got like a USB mic, and I just record it to the computer. Yeah. And then I fuck up, and I'm like, stop. Rewind, erase. Rewind yeah. it, erase yeah, totally. it, yeah. start it again. So... Well, we I mean, this show airs on UMFM as well. Oh, okay. And uh, same thing. We pre, I mean, obviously, we pre-record them. Yeah. And then once a year, we come in for the uh, the pledge drive and do a oh, studio. Oh, okay. Thing. So that's super nerve wracking because it's like, oh, there's microphones, actual microphones. And, yeah. You know, there's uh, it's live. It's yeah. Actually See, I always I always get nervous about um, my, the first little bit was like that huge board. Yeah. I'm like, I really don't want to screw something up here. I don't want to touch a wrong button. And then all of a sudden it all goes dead. Yeah. I think I phoned Jared once because for some reason it wasn't going into the autoplay thing. And, um, uh, sorted hour was on after me. Okay. And he wasn't in, it was one of the rare times that so it was just he, a pre-record or something. It, yeah. It was just one of his pre-records and I, I, it wasn't loading. So I just had to hit like mash the button until Jared did whatever he did. Yeah. From home, whatever so. magic. Yeah. That's cool. There's a cat here. Yeah, you can you can just shoo her That's away. Right. It's cool. It's cool. So yeah, yeah. So six months you've been doing that. Is, is yeah, it... about six months. We've got we've got no hate mail. That's good. That's, That's good. good. Start, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of phone calls, um, but it's been good. It's been fun. I've talked to some interesting people. Had some very difficult interviews oh, that really? are just difficult. How like um, just pulling teeth. Like okay. it's you throw it up there. You hope they hit because. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to make it seem interesting, and it's just like, is it with like who you're interviewing? Is it bands or? Uh, it, it's the ones I've had problems with has been bands. Yeah. Uh, most of the time they're really good. Uh, I don't do. I like to go in willfully ignorant. I mean, I know a lot about. I don't want to say a lot about music, but I know enough. So you know, I'll I'll you know maybe check out whatever the newest release is, yeah, what yeah. it's on, that kind of thing. But I won't. Delve too. Far. I'm not. I'm not nardwaring it. You're not pulling out. Random, I'm not yeah, pulling yeah, out yeah, records. Yeah, I'm not pulling. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I would love to know how he does all of that. It's just incredible. But yeah. I mean, I just, I, I just don't put that much prep into it. Yeah. And it's really hard to do it. Like I've, I've got. I, I'm doing photography full time. Doing the blog. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend just opened up her own business, so it's like I've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And I just. Sometimes just can't prepare. Yeah, so, no, I hear that. <laughs> but I've had uh, I had uh, the owner of Sleepy Owl Bakery on, which was awesome because okay. she she brought in bread and we made uh, makes a good day. We made Jeremy from uh, Sorted Hour. We blindfolded him, and she had uh, three of her breads, and I bought two breads, and then I made him guess like what taste test, with taste yeah. test, and if he was wrong, we threw slices of bread at him. It's pretty good. We got to throw many stuff. Was that in bread. the studio? Or was that yeah, that was in the studio. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. it, it was. It was fun. And I've got other ideas I want to do. It's just a matter of making it happen. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, interviewing is hard on on when you like when you're talking to someone because I mean, I you know, again, this is going to be episode 170 something. Yeah. And we've been doing it for a while, but it's still kind of some, depending who it is. I mean, if someone's not responding, it's hard to draw it out of them. And yeah. like for me, I mean, I, I used to work as a reporter for a long time, and so I have tons of experience interviewing people for print. Yeah. But doing it for audio is totally different. And I mean, especially because I mean, a lot of the time you're just sitting on the phone and writing the story after that. But when you're face to face with someone and they're not giving you an answer to yeah. anything, it's just, especially if you're live, that makes yeah. it even worse. You yeah. Like I've, like, I think the most awkward, I did an interview for, who was it? I forget who it was for. It might've been app actually. And I interviewed the, uh, the room McKenzie's. Oh, cool. 
I interviewed the uh, the guitar player from the Room McKenzie's, who isn't one of the original guys, but whatever. Yeah. And one of my friends gave me this awesome question for them, and it was, uh, there's you guys, the Dropkick Murphys, and Flogging Molly. Right. I'll do the same Three-way thing. Three-way street fight. Who wins? That is a good question. It I, The Piper from Dropkick thought it was. I get, who are those other bands? Oh, it's obviously you're just trying to pretend. I'm like, you're... obviously you know. It yeah, was yeah. it was going okay, and then he's like, he just pulled that dick move, and it's like, wop. Yeah, yeah. Was that live or was that? Pure no, pure? that I was like, it was it was recorded for print. Okay. So I mean, right, I, so I just I just kind of you chop that. Out it was right. easy enough to either chop it out or just leave it as yeah is. But being in that room, it was just yeah, it was awkward for sure. Yeah. Whereas the Piper from the Mackenzies had. A great answer for it. He basically said it was going to be up to them and the Mackenzies. Yeah. Because he's like, I think we would win just based on sheer numbers. Yeah. Because they've yeah. got more. But yeah. he's like, the bone is a he's 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 a rough dude. He's like, I I don't I don't think I'd want to fight him. And like, yeah. all the guys in the Mackenzies are just old scrappers. So it's like they're, I I I think the right, Mackenzies yeah. would win. Yeah. So is this? Uh, I mean, if you're writing, you know, doing these for 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 different publications and stuff, is that? Uh, when they when these bands come through town, or are you just calling them? Uh, uh, most of it has been like face to face stuff. Okay. I've done not very many. I mean, well, face to face stuff for the other publications, right. like print publications. Um, on the radio show, it's probably more phoners, okay. which is fine. Like phoners I talked to, right, yeah. I talked to uh, Joey Cape. Oh, cool! Which was great, and we actually started talking because he was coming here play the West End this last time with uh, KJ from Chicks Dig It right, right. and Walt Hamburger. And we just started talking. I met Joey a couple times. I'm doing a portrait project. I shot him as part of it. Cool. And um, so we were just talking a little bit. And then all of a sudden, he just, we just start talking about him jerking off beside uh, KJ in the van. And I'm like, this is that's, interesting. That's, that's this the is funny. This is like... Yeah. Everybody knows everything just about about Lagwagon. Yeah. So and, and or Joey Cape. So it's it was a lot less interesting to be like, so the new album hang. How's yeah. it going? Like, so yeah. Yeah, and especially I mean I don't know maybe not Lagwagon as much as some maybe bigger higher level bands or whatever success wise, but like, I mean a lot of bands you, you can kind of especially if you're doing phone you can tell it's like their sixteenth interview of the day too. Yeah. And you have ten minutes with them, and you want to make sure that you actually ask them something interesting yeah and it's hard because i mean they're trying to be as excited as they can yeah about answering the exact same questions on every stop on the tour like oh what can you can tell me about the new album what can you tell me you know like, yeah and it's i mean yeah it's it's tough because they yeah they answer that same question all yeah. the time yeah. so well i i, I interviewed uh last I guess it was last year or two years ago ziggy marley when he came through town oh uh, awesome. I, did, I did it for metro like you know the paper yeah and um i had all these i had 15 minutes with him and I actually recorded it for the podcast too, so we have an episode with nice. which is really cool. But I started, I had to ask him about this album that came out like in the late 80s that he did. Yeah. And I think it threw him a little bit. Like, I mean, he, he, he was happy to answer the question, but I think it was kind of like they turned into robot mode. You know, all these guys who were doing so many interviews. Yeah. And it was just like, here's the answer about this, here's the answer. And then, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, would you know that record? Which like, is why I do love, like, I love watching and listening to Nardwar. I know we talked to yeah. him, uh, talked about him earlier, yeah. and it's like how he has finds all these interesting small little yeah. in, insignificant super details yeah. and then it just blows them away and I mean it keeps 
them coming back. Like Definitely. he's interviewed Snoop Dogg like seven times or something. And yeah, every time he pulls like up a new record, and exactly, it's, it's very cool. So uh, speaking of records, horrible segue, but speaking of records, <laughs> do you have something you want to play with the Hill team? Uh, yes. Uh, this other one, not so obvious, but um, it's by the uh, the Dropkick Murphys. Okay. Um, just talking about them, so it's yep. good, yeah. And every time I listen to is mainly their slow, slower, more traditional stuff. Okay. I mean, they're Scots. I don't want to get beat up here. Uh, they're not. I think they're supposed to be Irish. Are they Irish? Right? I think Irish. they're like okay. the American. I know Irish, they're Celt- right? Celtic, yeah. but I, yeah, I think I, I think, think you might be right. Irish, I think yeah. they I think they are Irish. Ooh. Well, the shamrocks everywhere. I'm pretty yeah, sure. That's, yeah, you know. yeah I might get my ass kicked, but who cares? Um, they're not gonna listen to this. Yeah, no. <laughs> now they will. <laughs> they just watch. Now they'll go like viral. Yeah, be yeah. like, yeah. Look um, at this asshole telling the rock thing. About but every every time I I hear, yeah, Dublin, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, okay. Um, so every time I hear like kind of their slower, more traditional stuff, I think of Ireland. Yeah. And <laughs> like I've never been there, and I really want to be, but I just think of like the rolling hills and the totally. green and everything. Um, so let me see. I had this written down. Uh, oh, that's what it is. Uh, it's uh, I think it's a traditional Celtic song called the the Fields of Athenry. Cool. And it uh, Dropkick Murphys did it.
That's a good band. I, I, I've seen them a couple times live. And they're always very entertaining. I imagine that would be a fun one to shoot. Have you shot them? Uh, yeah, I've shot them a couple times. Uh, I think the last time they were here, I love the very end of their shows. If you've never seen their shows, they bring everybody up yeah, it's for uh, uh, Kiss Me, I'm Shitfaced. Mostly girls. Yeah. Guys get up there too, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a good time. They actually broke the stage at, they were opening for Bad Religion in Saskatoon. Okay. And they broke about a foot wide hole in the stage. And they had to like just put a piece of plywood over top of it. And, and keep just, going? Just keep going like wow. that. Luckily, Bad Religion didn't fall through it. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. 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 Um, I have kind of a story related to Dr. Murphy's and photography, which is, I mean, incidentally related to photography. <laughs> but it's, it's a good thing. Um, in 97, uh, I think it was 97, 96 or 97, they came through uh, and played a show here with uh, the Distillers, who were touring for their first album, mm-hmm. and then the Bouncing Souls and the Dwarfs. Oh it yeah, was I was the rendezvous. I was at that, but in Regina. Right, yeah. right. And what happened uh, with the show here is that Rocky Murphy's got held up at the border. Mm-hmm. So all the other bands had played, and everyone was sitting around waiting. Like, where's the headliners? They're yeah. the headliners, and they eventually showed up. And the cops, the, for some kind of altercation had happened with the crowd. Kids are getting restless. What's punks? You know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, there was a fight between some bouncers and some punks, and so the cops showed up, and. Uh, the cops showed up in huge numbers. It was like a quarter of the police force oh. or something. They brought the dogs. They brought everything. Yeah. And so it was kind of like this weird sit-in happening. Everyone's just sitting on the floor. And there's like this massive crowd of cops coming in. And Dropkick Murphy's come up. The bass player, I think it was, he comes up and says, yeah, the fucking cops won't let us play. So they went and played a show in the parking lot, acoustically. Oh, okay. Which was, I mean, a lot of people left, but there was still a pretty decent crowd. And everyone yeah. just sort of surrounded them. And they brought out the bagpipes. They got the mandolins and everything. And just like did this cool acoustic set in the parking lot. Yeah. And uh, at the time I was writing for Exclaim. Uh, I was in high school. I don't think they knew I was in high school, but <laughs> I was doing a bunch of freelance <laughs> stuff for them. And that was this was a show I was covering for them, so I didn't get a, a good photo of the Dropkick Murphys because there's a huge circle of people. I was like, you know, yeah. fifteen or whatever, so yeah. I reach over. But I got a shot of the singer of the Dwarves, and uh, I wish I still had the photo because it turned out awesome. He's looking right at me, right like face right in the camera, and, yeah. and exclaim printed it. So it was like, oh, awesome. I think that was the first photo I ever got printed in anything. Like, I mean, nice. later. Later on, it happened more often because I worked as a reporter and I was taking my own photos for news stuff and everything. Yeah. But, like, I mean, for a, yeah, for a 15-year-old kid or whatever, getting this picture yeah. of the guy from the Dwarves, like, Blood Dahlia, like, right there. It was super cool. But. I, I remember that show in Regina, and it was... I didn't know who the Dwarves were. The Dwarves are insane. Man. And, like, oh, my God, the guy wearing the luchador mask, yeah, just this yeah, tiny whitey yeah. with his dick flopping out yeah, all he the time. I'm just, like... <laughs> I, yeah. like, look at my friend. I'm, like, really? <sighs> Cool. I, it wasn't, and they still aren't my thing. I just saw them last year at uh, Pusa Fest. Okay. And uh, it's not my thing. Yeah. Still great to see them doing their thing, but totally. yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So it was, it was weird. I mean, it was a weird, a very memorable show. I'm sure I went to tons of shows like that yeah. at that time because the Rendezvous was, when it, when it existed, there was always these big punk shows, yeah. like seven or eight bands or whatever. But that one sticks out partially because I wrote, I had to write about it and then I, the photo got published, but yeah. also just because it got shut down. It was a weird thing. So, I mean, that was probably, the, I've seen Dropkick Murphy's a few times yeah. and that was definitely the best time I saw them just because it was so weird. It's raining, parking yeah. lot. I kind of miss that. There's no, there's not shows like that anymore. No. It's 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 really depressing. And Honestly, they're all... like I, I like Winnipeg scene. Winnipeg's new scene, and I mean I shouldn't say it's new because I'm still new, quote right. unquote, to it. But like there's just there's not that anymore, yeah. which really depresses me because it's like I loved going to those shows in Regina, and yeah, yeah. I came up the first time I came to Winnipeg. I think it was the first time, one of the first times anyway, was for props. Um, 
Today's Empires, Tomorrow's Ashes album release. Oh, nice. And yeah, I came all the way from Esquivan. Another one I couldn't get tickets for. <laughs> <laughs> I luckily got tickets. My friend got tickets for me. And yeah, they... It was great. I still have I still have the hoodie. I I still can sort of fit it. <laughs> that was but, a good, such a great album too. That's like, oh, that's, that's unbelievable. Album. That's the album when they. I think. I mean, I still love Less Talk, and I still love How to Clean Everything. But that album was when they took a huge left turn. Yeah. With getting Todd in the band, and then it's like holy. You got so thrashy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is what you need to be like. Yeah. Their poppy stuff is great, and I still love a lot of the the popular shit that comes out on like uh um uh the bangers embrace yeah yeah it's a good song yeah that yeah. is such a clever yeah. like poppy good song yeah well but... they can still write hooks you can tell like this oh is, for this, sure this, yeah, yeah. but then you know todd gets in there and brings the thrash which yeah. is amazing because yeah. they're all huge like metal like yeah real metal well, we fans. had chris on the show and uh 2014 i think and everything you play was metal like yeah, all of the of song selections right yeah and it was uh and they actually come up on the show a lot because you know because it's winnipeg bands everyone's influenced by them yeah and i feel like that they're one of those weird bands that has somehow gotten so much better as they age mm-hmm. whereas like a band that's been around for 20 however many years usually they're just kind of stuck rehashing old glories or whatever right but yeah. these guys like it I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, they're always they, they're, like they're, they're progressing like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's which is which is awesome. It's great. Yeah, and like doing it well, not being shitty. Because yeah. there's there's definitely the bands out there that like the Ataris, the the pop punk thing worked great for them, and then they released Welcome to the Night, and it's like what? No, you're not. You're not an arty indie band. Yeah. You're a pop punk band, yeah. and that's all you can be. Well, I think with propaganda too. I mean, I don't want to talk about them too much because they're always talking about on here. But <laughs> they, uh, I think that because they're so technically proficient, yeah. even to begin with, like that, it makes sense that they would go into what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But what you were saying before about the scene and not having those kind of shows like that, I find that something interesting. That 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 also kind of we talk about the show a lot, depending on who the guest is. Because I mean, I'm I haven't played in bands in a while. Last time I played in the band was probably 2011, maybe. So it's you know it's been a few years. Yeah. And uh, I have kids, so I rarely get out to shows anymore. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have this idea of what going to shows in Winnipeg is, and it's very dated. <laughs> it's yeah. very kind of yeah. not what it is now. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, because I, I remember some of my entire teenage years going to as many big all ages punk shows as yeah. I could, and I don't, I don't. Hear I mean, they anymore. just, for the most part, there's just not the tours anymore. Yeah, like the tours. To, I mean, and granted, fully, the bands that we listen to, they're old. Yeah, they're older than us. Yeah. So they're they they've done it. They they don't want to be in a van for like exactly yeah. three to four or five weeks. Like no, they they're older. They got kids. They got you know they play the local shows. Get paid a shitload of money and don't leave their hometown. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We I had the uh, the Planet Smashers on the show too, and they mm. uh, they they played tons of shows in Quebec mm-hmm. and occasionally in Ontario, but that's about it. Like they yeah don't, you they know, don't get they don't really need out of it. No, around for twenty years. Yeah. Do you want to pick another hill song? Uh yes. The I guess this would be my. Third one. Yeah. Like third, yeah. Yeah. Um, or is it my... You go sure, go. sure. No, it's, it's up to you. I think it's my turn. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. I will pick one. Um, so when I was thinking of Hills, like the first one I picked would had Hill in the title. And I started thinking maybe I could find someone whose name has Hill in it. Because Hill's a fairly common mm-hmm. last name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, again, because my brain always goes to reggae, uh, I had some other ideas, but I'm like, oh, this is going to go. Uh, there's a singer called Joseph Hill, who uh, he died a few years ago. He was a singer of a band called Culture. Okay. And uh, they were kind of a very iconic mid-70s roots reggae band. And they have a, a single and an album called Two Sevens Clash. And basically, the, the, the story behind the title is that in 1977, someone, I don't know who they got this from, predicted that the world was going to end. 
So when the two sevens clash, the world is going to end. So they put this out like the year before or something. <laughs> Obviously, the world didn't end, but it's yeah. a pretty awesome song uh, and album called Two Sevens Clash about the world ending. And Joseph Hill was the lead singer. Sevens Clash by Culture, and yeah, I picked it because Joseph Hill. He was, uh, I can't remember when he died, it was a few years ago though, and uh, he was kind of, I didn't know this obviously, you don't know this, been listening to him, but he had severely crossed eyes, oh. so you see pictures of him, I don't know why he never got him fixed, but <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like completely, it's weird, yeah. it's weird to see, because maybe, maybe that's his thing, but yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a. I find there's a lot of a lot of Jamaican artists that that I really like who have something strange about them like that. Because some guys who are very prominent have very prominent lisps, mm-hmm. and they never there's never any effort. I, it's, I mean, yeah. it makes them unique, right? Like yeah. it's, a, it's a unique sound, and he was obviously a unique look. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that was a song about the apocalypse coming, which clearly didn't come. But uh, <laughs> it's nice to make a prediction. Which is good. It. Yeah, it's, it's great. Good. I I wouldn't have been alive. No, either would I. So. No. So yeah, I like that the the, the the two sevens clash too. It's kind of a cool way. Of, yeah, uh, I was yeah, I was just thinking that I'm like two sevens. Yeah, cool way of putting that's it. That's a right? great. That's a great yeah. idea. And the one thing that's interesting about that the whole album actually is that like uh, a lot of roots I get from that period is very kind of minor chord. Very, I mean, it's it's all all very political. You know, very very spiritual, very kind of deep. But this stuff is all it's all major chord stuff. It's all positive and upbeat sounding okay. even though he's singing about the apocalypse yeah yeah <laughs> so it's, it's a weird kind of juxtaposition which is not very common you I mean there's a lot of guys singing about that kind of stuff in jamaica at the time but it's all very dark sounding music and this is complete opposite really mm-hmm. bright and cheery and you know and then apocalypse yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that was a cool song i picked it because his name but um so you know we talked about your blog and um your kind of history doing photos for yeah. bands. Have you? Do you have any history of playing in bands? Like no, that, no, that's no. not because usually when, that's something that happens, right? It, usually, everyone asks me that, and I'm like, growing up, I played in like the school band, okay. so I played the saxophone. Okay, um, and my parents, you know, made me play the organ. So not even like piano, just not even something organ, cool, yeah. but yeah. organ. Yeah. Um, well, you could have been in a ska band. In I, the 90s. I guess I could have. Yeah, organ, you yeah. Were pretty, yeah. Um, but other than that, no, I never really played in anything. Which is, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's just not my thing. I like to be more behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah really yeah. than anything. Oh yeah, well, documenting it rather than yeah presenting. And I mean, right? even how like some people go out of their way to like introduce themselves to the bands and all yeah. that other kind of stuff. I get in, get out, and I leave. I don't, I don't need to. You know, I mean, that being said, I've got a bunch of great friends that are in bands here yeah um but it's it's you know i don't i just don't really go out of my way to do it because it's like i'm there to do my job and, right yeah right well and i guess your job too i mean it contributes to the music scene in a different way than the bands are doing but mm-hmm. it's still a very uh very important part of it yeah right? i mean like there's kind of especially with the you know again with the internet being kind of able to the internet makes DIY easy, right? I yeah. Mean, I mean, oh, for sure. Because I, mean, I remember being in bands in the nineties, and we would be hand dubbing all our own tapes, and everything's being photocopied. And you're doing all. I mean, yeah. now you can just open a Bandcamp page, boom, you have a thing, right? Yeah. And I think that the internet has kind of, I think we talked about this at the beginning too, opened it up for more DIY things to kind of like yeah. bolster that. And and the, what I'm doing here is, I guess, part of that. What you're doing is part of that. Yeah. There's like a ton of other people in Winnipeg doing really interesting things like this too. So it's uh, one like what I do do as well is on on the website. Um, it's not just photos, it's just not articles and yeah. stuff like that. You can go on there, click on events, and you can see everything, like, stuff. I try to, I, and I do this all by myself. I don't, I mean, some people do send me things, and I will post it. Yeah. But, I mean, I go to the MTS site, I go to the Burt site, I go to the Park site, I go to the Pyramid site, I go to the Windsor site, yeah. and I drop and drag and put in all the information and... Of all the shows, like cool. I put in the Casino Winnipeg shows, right? Like whether you want to see it or not, it's yeah. Like you, all you got to do is just go on there. You're like, what's happening? You can it runs chronologically, cool. so you can see what's happening. I I probably miss, you know, some because like places like the Handsome Daughter don't put a lot of stuff on their events page. It's like people will make an event. It's at the Handsome Daughter, yeah. 
But if I'm just like if I'm on my phone and it comes up and I I always hit I'm interested or I'm going so you'll have so I can record. remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean I don't always get a chance to put it up there. So if anybody's listening, shoot me a just go to it's a music thing uh, Facebook site. Shoot me a message. Cool. Send me a poster. Give me the details. It'll be on the website and cool. I'll plug it as much as I can. So it's basically free advertising for them. Pretty much, yeah. Like I said, it would be great to get paid for it, but I can't. Um, yeah. And if you want me to come shoot, just again, send you a message. pop a line. We'll figure it out. Cool, cool. That's that's good. That's good. I mean, like uh, there are there's so many venues too that yeah. seem to be keep popping up. Well, and it's great. The like and... there's the Goodwills, a yeah, great new one. I mean, newish, I guess. Yeah, the, the place smells like pizza. How can you really yeah. go wrong? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's the, the, the new Albert, the Windsor, right, which I right. love. I love that bar and the, just the whole atmosphere. It's, it's, it's very Albert-esque, but not quite. Not quite, yeah. Definitely miss the Albert. Yeah, I don't Definitely miss the Albert. I actually, uh, speaking of the Albert, I was looking on, um, the Witch Police Facebook page because like I said, I follow everything music related. Yeah. I'm going to pick up, I can find it. And I realized, hey, I'm still following the Albert's Facebook, what's on here. Open it up. It says it's open today, and it's obviously they just hadn't. And I was for a second, for a second, I was like, "Oh, what?" Yeah. And then yeah. I looked at the date, and it was like. I went in there. I went in there briefly after that whole debacle, yeah. and it opened, and I was like, "Yeah, it was open for like a month or so." Yeah, right? I'm like, this, this isn't the Albert. Yeah. Like, it's just no. There was like girls in low cut shirts, like bikini like, waitresses or something. There, like they did once there. I think they had them there at one point, it but the, like it was just like. Yeah. You, you don't have waitresses at the album. No. You go to the, you bar, to the bar, you get your yeah, beer, and you exactly. go sit down. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Have you um, have you ever had, like, any kind of... Uh, I, I guess, do you treat the photos that you take as anything more than just a document of what you're doing? Have you... Uh, do you consider them art as well? Have you tried to present them in that way? Um, I'd like to. Me and Joey have actually talked about doing, like, a... a co-jointed show because oh, cool. more people like her than me so lots of people show up then um <laughs> <laughs> well i guess just because she's around and every she's show, right? yeah she's like doing. and i just think we we shoot fairly similar um we both like each other yeah. so that's great um and i i just i really respect her as a person as an artist as just for her love of music yeah, because oh, yeah like i said fan, she yeah. Yeah. and everything like she likes she's just like me she loves everything not just the hard aggressive stuff yeah. so um yeah we've talked about doing a show it just summer suck for me because i shoot weddings oh yeah every I guess business, single weekend like that. that's yeah. that's that's business time maybe we can i'd like to do a show maybe next winter cool would be great because i've got i mean we both have a huge backlog of uh of stuff oh, i'm sure yeah um i've got a few portrait stuff things that i've done um, that I'm hoping to sell, but if I do, if and when I do sell them, it's not for me. I'm giving all the money to, uh, do you know what Ray is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. resource assistant for yeah. you, resource Yeah, assistant. I'm going to give all the money to those guys. Cool. Um, and, yeah, because I got to shoot, I've shot, actually, a lot of interesting people. Um, I shot uh, Joey Cape for that. I shot Frank Turner for that. Oh, cool. Um, that guy's coming back soon, isn't he? Yeah, eighth. I'm going to, I'm actually getting... A couple signed, so cool. That's awesome. they'll they'll be signed. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to build up a good um, stock of them, and then I can sell them and get as much money as I can for Ray. Um, uh, who else did I shoot? Um, um, Matt Good from uh, Northcote. Okay. 
Um, oh, what's his name? Brendan Canning from Broken Social Scene. You're the guy's fairly high profile. He's too. he's a weird dude. Yeah. Um, who else was there? Uh, all the guys from All Men Markley. Oh, awesome, cool. awesome cool. people. I love them. Uh, and my biggest one, and I don't like saying it's a claim to fame, but I shot uh, Tony Sly. Oh, cool. And have, you've seen his tribute album? Yeah, yeah. That's well, my, really? That's, that's awesome. Photo. That's really so cool. So they, they used my photo for that's that. That's extremely and cool. Yeah, yeah. The funny story about that was I've got five or six of that session, and it was, oh, and I shot Dave Haas too. That was actually the same session. Um, was that when he was like in town? Yeah, he, he played before he played acoustic thing or something. Or? Yeah, uh, was that an acoustic show? No, that was just a regular. Was that an acoustic show? I think I, I've seen her. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, that was an acoustic yeah. show. That was an acoustic show at the Pyramid. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and so my wonderful friend Melanie, uh, Melanie K. PR that, that does used to work for Fat Canada. Now just works for herself, mm-hmm. but still does a lot of the fat bands. Um, uh, she hooked me up with Tony. I shot it, and Dave, it was great. Uh, then a year or so later, Tony unfortunately passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a hold of Melanie, and I said, listen, I've got these photos no one's ever seen. They've never been online. They've never been published. There's never anything. Here's my kind of favorite three. Yeah, yeah. If you use them, great. If you don't, great. Whatever. Here they are. So I guess she gave them to the guys at Fat, and the, the, the manager at Fat Records, I think his name is Pat, um, pass on them. Okay. He's like, this is just too dark. Like, it, Tony just doesn't, like, it. just no. But then Mike saw them. And Mike was like, I want this photo. That's cool. Which to me is like, I've been a huge fan of NoFX yeah. as long as I can remember. I don't want to say he's my hero. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's a very big influence in yeah. my life. And just to have him pick my photo. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. it's like, every time I see the photo out or online or whatever it's like okay this is this is kind of yeah. cool and i guess even if no one else knows that that's yours I mean, yeah you, you see it you yeah exactly that. exactly it almost sounds like the amount of stuff you're doing with these portraits that sounds like you can make a book out of or something is that like... maybe eventually i mean i need a lot more i want to start doing more local guys too yeah um just because it's easier to make that happen oh for definitely yeah. um yeah. <laughs> whether anybody would buy them or not eh, yeah, you know whatever um maybe <laughs> Yeah, maybe, but um, yeah, it's definitely something I want to kind of explain or explore a little bit more and keep doing. Cool. Um, wouldn't mind shooting some stuff for on film. Yeah. With it, because I still shoot film occasionally, and I've got like a big four by five camera, oh, so nice. that would be kind of fun or to, fun to play around yeah. with. So yeah, especially for portraits, right? When you're getting yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you have another uh, hill song? Too? Yes, I do. Uh, my last hill song is. Uh, by Bad Religion. Nice. Um, and it's called Los Angeles is Burning. Perfect. Because, I mean, I think of Los Angeles, I think of the Hollywood Hills. Right. So, I and I really like Bad Religion. So, yeah, that would be, uh, I good, guess, my, my good last connection. song. Good connection. Yeah, I like right. it. Awesome.
We're back as Bad Religion. And yeah, that's like we were, like you were saying when we were listening to it, uh, they sound the same as they yep, always say. Yeah. Them, the, the two that, whenever anybody talks about that, is like them and No Effects. Yeah. They've never really changed up their sound. They don't really need to. No, because I mean, they do they do what they do and they do it well. Yeah. Um, I, the one thing I do love about No Effects is how they'll throw like a ska reggae yeah. song in the middle of like their album for no reason and it's just, just to do it yeah it just works yeah it does it does because they have a really weird sound of it too like it's yeah. always i mean it, it sounds like no effects still yeah it, it doesn't they, they haven't really changed anything except for just the guitar rhythm's a little different like yeah but yeah, it's, yeah. somehow it works yeah it works very well which is weird but yeah no bad religion i mean like they've sounded the same since like the late 70s or whatever, whenever they started like 79 yeah or something, except right? for the one right? album that they don't ever want to yeah yeah to the unknown yeah yeah i i want to actually listen to it i've listened I haven't to it a heard little it. bit i haven't heard it i, I keep reading about it and it's it's, it's synthy, right? It's like it's, full of synths it's, it's like almost synthy pop. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, it's horrible. I think they should reissue it because they, they sell. They, they did. Oh, they did. The, uh, they did in the box set. Okay, which I don't, I don't own, and I would like to own. Not quite now because the U.S. dollar is yeah, it's brutal, shitty. Yeah. So yeah. no, I think they'd make a ton of money if they reissued it. They're probably, I'm sure they're embarrassed by it, but like, oh yeah, to, yeah. Because you know collectors and people who just want to hear it. Yeah, it got. I mean, you know, it's from what early eighties. Yeah, I think it was like their either like the third, third album yeah, or something fourth, like yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, it's weird. Weird thing they did that. But anyway, um, yeah. So we're here talking about uh, a lot of things. But uh, you have a music blog, yeah. a photography blog, uh, shows, listings, interviews, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Where can people find? Uh, uh, you can check it out uh, to get like all the the show listings and to see all the photos and stuff. I always pose. Uh, pose no. Post. I always post a teaser one or something on on the Facebook site. So cool. I mean, definitely there. Uh, they always got links back to the website if you want to check out full postings of either my work or the other photographer's work on just Facebook. Type in "It's a Music Thing." Cool. Um, or if you just want to go online, it's music. It's a music thing dot com. Okay. Uh, we're also on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's a music thing MB okay. for Manitoba. Yeah. Uh, because it's a music thing was taken. Um, and now with the, the the profile linking thing makes things so much easier yeah, to totally. do. So yeah. I've been posting more on that. Cool. And yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, if you want to listen to me on uh, on the radio show, you can uh, six thirty to eight Monday nights. Cool. Uh, UMFM one hundred one point five. Cool. And if you stick around on Monday nights and listen for a few hours, our show actually airs on Monday nights at eleven. Oh. And it, oh. those are like kind of a. Past episodes getting almost second wind. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like the UMFM picked up the show after it already been existing as a podcast for a few months. Yeah. So uh, you know it's delayed. I mean, they, they, right now we're recording this at the end of February, and the episode that's playing is from September. Oh, okay. So it's you know it's a while back, but it's cool yeah. because I mean you know the show has been out, it's been online, people have heard it, but now it's like all of a sudden here's a second chance to hear it, and it's good for the artists who are on the show. Yeah. It's kind of cool for people who maybe missed it or are new to listening and things like yeah. that. So so that's one way you can hear Witch Police. Uh, the main way is just go to witchpolice.com, click on podcasts, all 170, whatever. <laughs> They're all there for free download and streaming. And uh, there's all kinds of other stuff on there too, including a pretty big archive of local music uh, from late 90s to present sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, we encourage people to do that. We're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is a very loose, very loose collective <laughs> of people doing this essentially uh, on different topics. Yeah. Um, uh, there is a website. I'm not sure if it's going to be up by the time this goes out. Uh, so, but just look up Garbage Hill and podcast. You'll probably find it. Are, is uh, Fat Matt part of that? Is yeah, his, his show's on there. His yeah, show's, his show's on there, on there yeah. too. Yeah, and Couch Surfing's on there, and uh, a few others. Uh, and it, but yeah, basically, it's 
reminds me of what the punk scene was like when I was a teenager. Everyone's doing things DIY. Everyone's helping each other out. Yeah. No one really makes any money off these. Uh, you know, kind of like what you're doing with a lot of a lot of the stuff you're doing with local bands too, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's all because you want to do it because you love to do it. And I like the idea of having a, a network because it just means that. Yeah, everyone's shows kind of help each other. Sort of. Someone hears sure. this show, and maybe they're going to like, uh, you know, No One Is Safe, like yeah. that show. And then maybe someone listens to that show might want to hear this, and it just kind of gives each other listeners, and yep, it's for cool sure. for that. So, so yeah, that's uh, Garbage Hill Network, witchpolice.com for all the other stuff, uh, UMFM. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that crap, too. Usually, Witch Police, if you search for that, you're going to find us. It's <laughs> not very much else that, that comes up with that. Yep. So, so that's good. Um, and, yeah, uh, I'm going to end off on a song to go with the hill thing. So... Uh, I'm going to pick uh, something made a little different, uh, a little earlier than some of the other songs we've listened to tonight, and it's, uh, I think it's from 1950, uh, it's by Fats Domino, Fats Domino called Blueberry Hill. Oh, awesome. I found my thrill. Love sweet melody. 